It's 10 a.m., which means it's time for Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome in. Happy Saturday morning, December 5th. That means there's 20 days until Christmas morning. Uh, a little less now since we're in late, getting later in the morning. But about 20 days until Christmas morning. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to everyone. Hanukkah begins next Thursday, the 10th. Uh, and uh, I have to check in on when Kwanzaa begins. But the holidays are upon us. Hopefully it's a happy, healthy, and safe one for every one of you tuning in or not uh, tuning in. We, we want it to be safe and happy for everybody. Uh, I'm Austin Horton. Jeff Miller off this week. We Last week we were on location at the Southtown location. Uh, with the uh, the great Roger Parkin, uh, and uh, we talked about the Subaru Share the Love event in its 13th year, and uh, the great things going on with that. And this week, we're visiting with the Midtown location, 3535 South State, right there in good old SLC. And joining me now is my long-lost friend, George Roska, general sales manager there at that store. Hi, George. Merry Christmas. Good morning. Hi, Austin. Good to be here. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, everyone. So, Unfortunately, we couldn't be in person today, but uh, uh, joining you from my virtual studio. That's the best kind of studio uh, most times. Uh, I, 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 my wife and I were talking just last night about how uh, we, we've all been extra uh, healthy conscious or health conscious. We've been extra uh, diligent with personal hygiene and the like, but... Even with all those efforts, I've noticed that my breath has been a lot worse this year than than I've ever thought it was. Than I ever thought it was. And I was asking my wife, "Be honest with me, honey. Is my breath always this bad, or is this a product of you know wearing a mask all day and that sort of thing?" And uh, she assured me that my my breath is usually minty fresh. Uh, but uh, being in a virtual studio by ourselves we don't really have to worry about such things i could be i could have the breath of the grinch uh today and you would never know it until i just told you well i'm glad you haven't lost your sense of smell that is a very good sign <laughs> if you can still smell your breath you're doing great yeah i guess that's a good way to look at it whereas if we're looking for the silver lining if you can smell halitosis you don't have covid so it's good go. news for you. Look, look for the positive. In life. <laughs> now uh, we do have to. We have a lot of serious stuff to talk about, but fun stuff at the same time. As I mentioned, it's the 13th year for the Share the Love event, and some great things happening this year that is, makes it different and sets it apart from years past. Before we dive into that, though, I wanted to invite our listeners today to give us a call at 855-340-ZONE, 855-340-ZONE. I happen to know, now not a lot of people may not realize this, George, but I was telling you off air just before the show began, I happen to know a very, very, very close contact with one Santa and Mrs. Claus. Uh, There's a lot of connections. That's what I hear. You're you're uptight with him. There's, There's a lot of connections and networking that just happens to be part of this job that I work. You you get a lot of you get well, you know, honk the horn if you'd like, but you get a lot of uh, important people's numbers. Uh, and you and you safeguard them, and you try to make sure that uh, you, you protect their identity and their 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 privacy. Uh, Johnny Lightfoot's calling me, and we're on the air, buddy. So thanks for listening. Uh, but uh, we uh, and one of those is I happen to know someone who has close contact with the big guy. And this being a pandemic year, perhaps careful not, with the words close contact per, these days. Well, not not <laughs> a socially distanced. Contact over the phone, obviously. I'm not, uh, you know, sitting in a sauna with this person. But uh, with it being a pandemic, perhaps people aren't able to get their kiddos out to see Santa or Santa's helpers at the malls or whatever this year. And uh, I happen to know a way that we can solve that. You can still get your kids' Christmas wishes to the guy in the big red suit by calling 855-340-ZONE today. Get your kids on the line, or if you have a Christmas wish, we want to hear about it, 855-340-ZONE, and uh, we'll do our best to deliver that message 
to the powers that be around Christmas time. How about that, George? How's that? I love it. That's that's awesome. That that's probably the best one we've done so far. Yep. I I well, and uh, the the most calls we've ever received, and this is a challenge to our listeners. The most calls we've ever received was the day that you co-hosted with me, and we went over if you've ever had a car stolen before. And I thought we might get two or three calls. That can't be that prominent. And we got almost 30 calls in two hours from people who had had their car stolen. That was a fun show. (laughs) Well, that's kind of a negative theme. We want to do a positive theme. So the challenge today is to break the record in a good positive with a good positive theme like what do you want for christmas or what is your holiday wish 855-340 zone all right uh george let's dive into speaking of wishes and good things and good uh good karma at christmas time let's talk about the subaru share the love event it began on the 19th of november it's running through the 4th of january and during this time, anyone that comes into uh, the, the Mark Miller locations or, or any Subaru location, but obviously we're hoping you come into Mark Miller and purchases a, uh, a new Subaru or leases a new Subaru, Subaru will donate $250 to one of their national charities or local charities based on the customer's preference, right? Yeah. Absolutely. This is by far my favorite event that Subaru does, my favorite time of the year. It's, and you mentioned it, it's a 13 year, it's been going on for 13 years. I actually started with Subaru the first year of Share the Love. And I remember thinking to myself, I'm going, this is a car company that is not advertising sales or discounts or anything like that around the holidays to sell cars. They're advertising what they're doing to give back to their community. And it really connected me with with the brand and really is the reason I'm one of the reasons I'm still here 13 years later and proud, so proud to be part of Share the Love again. Um, when, when we first started, Subaru wasn't really selling as many cars as they're selling now. And the really cool part is that they've maintained that $250 per car, even as their sales have grown and grown and grown year over year. Um, they haven't cut back. They, they know that it's, it's important to give back. And you mentioned, you know, what we're doing different this year is we're making it bigger than it's ever been. Um, the extra $250 that Mark Miller Subaru is going to be matching for the hometown charities is the biggest total ever by far. Last year, we uh, matched $50. And we really wanted to step it up this year with COVID we know how hard these um, organizations have been hit and we know that the demand on them has been greater than ever. And so we wanted to do our part along with Subaru um, to help out. And so we're, we're matching, we're doing $250. So a total of $500 donated to your local community for every Subaru sold. And, wow. and this year it's going to be just greater than ever. I'm so excited. So that makes a $500 donation for every uh, new car bought or leased from uh, Mark Miller Subaru now through January 4th. So, and I know that there's a lot of people who uh, are in the market for a new lease or a new purchase, and they know that the snow is just around the corner, and they like that all-wheel drive that Subaru offers with the gas mileage and the, the CVT transmission and the safety features and they like to do something better with their money that uh, pays it forward to the community. This is a perfect opportunity. So Subaru will give 250. Mark Miller Subaru will match that for 250 for a total of $500 per new car purchased or leased now through the fourth. And it gets extra fun when we talk about the local uh, nonprofits and charities that you guys are attached to. Of course, we've got the nationals. Uh, you've got the the national parks and and Meals on Wheels, which this year uh, has definitely been a vital uh, service member of each and every one of our communities and societies uh, in this country uh, and, and the like. But George, let's focus a little more on the two local charities at the Midtown store. Last week we talked a lot about Spy Hop and Fit to Recover, the the local charities uh, that are uh, that were chosen down at the Southtown store. But up here at the Midtown store, you've got an old favorite of mine back for more Nuzzles & Co. And a, a new charity that uh, I am 
I'm new to. It's not new to the community, but it's getting bigger, and that's Wasatch Community Gardens. Let's talk a little bit about each of those. Tell us about Nuzzles & Co., if you would. Nuzzles & Co., like, like you mentioned, they've been around for, for a long time, and they've done great work in the community for, for many, many years. Um, they've been around since the 90s. Um, they really started as a group of animal lovers in Park City. Um, they discovered that the county didn't really have a resource for unwanted pets. Um, and so they started with just a small shed holding 11 dogs. Um, and they really just kind of grew organically through donations, through, uh, you know, they were raising money through t-shirts, donation jars on Main Street. I mean, it's, it's a really grassroots, community-driven organization um, that has made a big, big name for itself, uh, especially over the last decade um, when they acquired the, the, the huge ranch they have in, in Browns Canyon. I don't know if you've, if you've been up there, but no. it's, a, it's a really incredible, really cool place. It's massive. Um, they, they have space, um, medical uh, suites. Um, they, they can house 85 dogs, I believe, uh, over 50 cats. Um, it, it's a really incredible place. And so they've really increased their um, adoptions by being able to do that, by, by being able to hold more, more animals and, and reach out to more people through their um, their partners like us and, and other partners. It's, it's really one thing they've done really well um, is being able to expand it by partnering with other organizations that share the same goals and missions. And um, I'm super proud to, to have them be um, one of our hometown charities here. And um, you mentioned um, Wasatch Community Gardens. I mean, God, what, what a year to, to be gardening. I mean, everybody, I remember when the pandemic first started, everybody was hitting the nurseries. Everybody was was buying seeds and, and, you know, it was, you couldn't almost find anything. And so their mission is to empower people to grow their own food, eat healthy, organic, local food. They've also been around for a long time. They've actually been around since 1989. Um, and not only do they focus on, on food, but they also, um, that they also help as well with partners and reaching out to teach people just how important and where their food comes from. Uh, and there's not it's not just one garden uh, that that they're part of here in our community. There is let's see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen local community gardens here in the state of Utah that Wasatch Community Gardens is a part of. And, and uh, like you mentioned, uh, this year, everybody seems to have picked up at least one new hobby. And I would say that half of everybody listening uh, at least uh, picked up gardening or has continued to use gardening as one of their hobbies. And this is a this is important, especially in big metropolis-like cities like New York and Chicago and where you don't have a lot of green spaces. We're fortunate here in, in our community, it is in our neck of the woods, to have green spaces and parks and big yards and, and places to to explore and get our hands dirty in the ground. But as we continue to grow and the population continues to grow and we become a little more uh, uh, crowded in a good way here, we need these opportunities for people to still be able to grow their food, to learn the art of, of gardening, to just have a hobby. It's very therapeutic and healing. Uh, I know a, a, a vet that suffers from PTSD and the only thing that gives him any kind of escape and respite is to go out in his garden. And I can't imagine if that person, for one example, was in a spot where they had no garden to go to, what would they do? And so it's not a charity that I think immediately comes to mind for people when they think of nonprofits. And I'm so grateful that you guys chose Wasatch Community Gardens to bring a little more awareness to such a great cause. And as for Nuzzles & Co., there's uh, so many people out there who uh, are testaments and, and uh, can speak to the beauty and love that a shelter dog or kitty will give to you back. It's like uh, that instead of just adopt, don't, don't go to a puppy mill, don't go buy a, a breeder, go adopt a dog or a cat from Nuzzles & Co. And I dare you to tell me that it's not the most loyal animal you've ever been around in your entire life. Uh, and th they say that intake at their shelter this year is up 40 percent. 
uh, due, due, due to the pandemic. On average, it's up 40%. And with the increase in animal rescues comes added costs, including more medical costs for life-saving care, vaccines, uh, spay and neuter surgeries, food, and other animal care supplies, of course. And because these animals, they're not just picking them up off the street and then giving them to you and making it your your duty. They're, they're rehabbing a lot of these animals and cleaning them up and making sure that they're ready to go home with you uh, as best they can. And, and that comes with a lot of dollar signs attached to it. And so if you're going, if you're in the market for uh, a, a new uh, vehicle, please consider Mark Miller Subaru and especially if you are looking for that new fuzzy, uh, furry member of your family. Nuzzles & Nuzzles Co. is a great place to be. And, and George, I feel like every year we talk about these great charities, and it inspires me, and it lights a fire in my heart. And uh, every year I go, man, I wish I, could, I wish I could be part of this, but I'm not in the market for a car. It's not just cars that are being folded into this uh, event, is it? There's, there's a, even a percentage that goes to every service ticket that you guys run through the mill right yep absolutely we're doing you can come in just get an oil change uh, we have an express service that works on any make and model you don't need to, to own a subaru so if you're due for an oil change um, come on down we're happy to, to help you out um, and you can also participate in and share the love um, so we've got multiple ways to do it um, you can go to our website um, you can play share the love bingo um, November 23rd through December 19th. So you've still got a couple of weeks to go. Um, win some awesome prizes for your holidays. You know, get to know our hometown charities. Um, volunteer, donate. There, you, there's so many ways to actually help out and, and do your part and be part of your community um, other than buying a car. You know, we, we'd love if you do. And, and, and if you're in the market, great. But that's really not what this is about. This is about helping out and, uh, and, and just doing our best. Share the love bingo. Tell me more. Yeah. Oh, how you haven't I, you haven't how, how did we not talk about this? How do I play share the love bingo? Because I'm betting I'm close to bingo by now. Okay, so you can go to our website, you can download and print your own bingo card. You, or you can come into the Midtown and Southtown location. We have them right at the front desk. Um, you have to like and follow our Facebook page and watch for daily posts with a bingo number. Somewhere in the post, post will be six days a week, Monday through Saturday. You follow the instructions on the bingo card, you complete it, and uh, you return it, and you can win awesome prizes. Um, we've got, let's see, what are the prizes? We've got um, a swag cycle e-bike. Wow. That thing sounds awesome. Wow. Um, a new Apple Watch with huh. GPS, a uh, Nintendo Switch Lite, or Ooh. just a $200 MasterCard gift card. So put oh some cash God. in your pocket for the holidays. I, that's... I. So, if, oh my gosh, I don't know which one of those four I would like the most. Uh, I'll rank them in this in this way: uh, Apple Watch fourth, because I'm an Android guy. But you would. It's still an Apple Watch. Come on. I uh, want the swag cycle. Well, okay. Uh, the two hundred dollar Mastercard gift card. I'll I'll give that third ranking. The Nintendo Switch Lite. Have you seen those? Have you played Nintendo Switch yet? I'm, I I can't get into gaming, but I I have plenty of friends that do, and they love theirs. So if, I know it's it's an awesome. Yeah, N Nintendo Switch is the best thing Nintendo ever came out with. It's phenomenal. And then number one, that e-bike. Our guy Eric, he rides an e-bike uh, to and fro all around town. And uh, you know, I I blew Lloyd Cole's mind the other day when I told him e-bikes are that stands for electric bike. Uh, he thought it was just a cool brand. He didn't realize that that thing actually <laughs> drives for you uh, in, in so many ways. Yeah, awesome. I, yeah, I mean, it pays to be lazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you can enter bingo. Uh, every time you get a bingo, turn it in. And as many bingos as you can get, obviously the more bingos equals more drawings into the grand prize giveaway. So follow and like uh, Mark Miller's uh, Facebook page, Mark Miller Subaru. Uh, and uh, that's a way to do that. And, and, I, and I didn't do a good job of selling it. E-bikes are really fun. Like, <laughs> you, you should try to do this and, and get yourself an e-bike. Yeah, I've never personally been on an e-bike, but that's my mistake because they look really they're, cool. They're really cool, actually. They're they're awesome. I love them. I don't have one, but I want to get one. I uh, I remember on my honeymoon in San Francisco. You've been to San Francisco, right, George? Yep. 
I, I was on my honeymoon in San Francisco, and we decided it'd be a good idea to save some money instead of hiring an Uber or a Lyft or a cab or whatever or getting on the bus. We thought, well, we'll get some exercise. We'll see the town, and we'll go from point A to point B, which was across, literally diagonal from the financial district down to uh, Ghirardelli Square. Okay, not bad. It's a little bit of a distance, but doable. But we decided to go... Uh, what way would this be? East and then north to the to get to Ghirardelli Square. And I don't know if people realize this, but I did in about ten minutes. San Francisco is nothing but hills, up uh-huh. and down and up and down. And we walked. I'm not exaggerating. We walked seven plus miles that day and uh, twenty thousand something steps. I'm I, no. I think I'm. I think I'm under. I think I'm under remembering that. But anyway. I remember that day watching someone whiz by me up a hill on an e-bike and going, that's the way to do things. That's the way you get. So to win an e-bike would be really, really cool. Uh, Before we uh, move on, let's also mention the other, the national charities uh, that Subaru is working with. ASPCA, uh, the the, uh, Animal Humane uh, organization, everyone knows ASPCA. Uh, What the, God, I can never remember what ASPA stands for. Uh, but everyone knows what, what they're about. Make-A-Wish, more than 2,500 wishes granted by Make-A-Wish this year. Uh, you've got Meals on Wheels, over 2.3 million meals delivered, and National Park Foundation, over 400 national parks protected. And this year, Meals on Wheels and National Parks, they've been quite the big deal during the pandemic. I, it seems like every national park was burning to the ground at some point. Uh, this year and needs our help and of course meals on wheels are shut-ins and, and disabled friends and neighbors who need the help every year needed it even more so this year not being able to get out at all so uh, yeah, great all, great causes all great organizations you know find the one that, that speaks to you that's closest to your heart i know that for me what got me through the pandemic was my two dogs going out, being outside, going to the national parks, but also being in my garden. This year, you know, be just like you said earlier, getting down, it's therapeutic. You're, you're working with your hands. You're doing something for yourself, for your community. And Wasatch Community Gardens, they, they help out a lot. So um, pick the one that speaks to your heart. You, you never struck me as a gardener, George. Oh, I've had a garden for seven years now. What got you in? What got you started with that? Did you grow up with with farming or gardening, or is that just something you picked up? Yeah, no, I actually, um, you know, I was raised by my grandparents raised me until I was about seven, and they were big into gardening. They actually grew their own food. They were really um, self sustainable people, and then they had a massive farm, and so we had chickens, uh, goats, pigs, everything. And so it's it's always been something that's close to me. I never really wanted to to be a farmer, but uh, still having a little bit of a garden in my backyard uh, keeps me kind of connected to that. What and, do you uh, grow I out could, there? Uh, we we had a lot this year. Um, I mean, tomatoes, uh, cucumbers, those are my, my two favorites, just the staples. Um, but then we had a lot of zucchinis, uh, squash. Um, what else did we do? We did um, um, raspberries, I mean, the, uh, strawberries. Um, some blueberries. Wow. Um, we had uh, watermelon this year. That was really awesome. It's the first time I've grown watermelon. How did that go? That can be kind of tricky. It, 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 it was a little tricky. They didn't get as big as the ones you see at the supermarket. Right. Um, but they were delicious. They were really sweet. Um, and then what else did we do? We did eggplants. That was the first time we did uh, eggplants oh. this year. Um, and those are awesome. You know, there's so many ways you can cook those up. Um, grill them, fry them up, put them in uh, lasagna. Put them I in mean, the garbage so- can. Yeah. <laughs> oh, stop it! I'll have to bring you some. That they're they're delicious. <laughs> but uh, no, it, it it helped out. And and like you said, if if people don't have the space, you know, there's a lot more people living in apartments these days. There's there's a lot of people maybe that have homes but just don't even know kind of where to start with that. Um, Wasatch Community Gardens is a good resource. They'll help you out. They'll get you started down the right path. He's George Roska. He's the general sales manager at the Midtown location for Mark Miller Subaru, 3535 South State. Uh, Before we close segment one, uh, George, we have been talking about the Share the Love event. Uh, Now through January 4th, every new uh, purchase or lease Subaru from Mark Miller Subaru gets a $250 donation to one of the charities on the board. And Mark Miller Subaru will match that for a $500 total donation. Uh, and uh, the problem this year 
has been inventory, getting the right amount of cars on the ground in the lots for the demand that has been up through the roof. My understanding is that inventory is currently not a problem at all for you guys. Roller coaster with that this year, you know, um, when obviously when the shutdown first happened in, in March and April, um, we, we got loaded up a little bit in inventory. Um, but then through the summer, there was times where I didn't have a cross strike on the lot huh. or I didn't have a forester on the lot or we had, you know, 10 outbacks or things like that. So it was it was quite challenging being able to, to get uh, customers the, the car that they wanted or the color that they wanted. And so if if you weren't really able to find what you were looking for. Um, those, we don't have those problems anymore. We, we've got inventory, we've got cross tracks, we've got foresters, we've got Outbacks, XTs, um, we've got a sense. So it's, it's a great time right now to, you, you can get exactly what you want. Check them out. Mark Miller Subaru. They're the best. They got the promise price program. It's, it's transparent. It's, it's helpful. Actually, what you guys do is you don't, in my opinion, in my experience now, having done it twice with you guys, you don't sell cars, honestly. I know that that may sound like, wait, yeah, we do. That's exactly what we know. You actually help people place the, you give people the right tools to make the right decision for their lives, which makes owning a new vehicle what it should be. And that is fun. It is a fun, awesome process. And that's what it should be. People work hard to be able to get the, the things that they want. And a car purchase is the second biggest purchase you make outside of your home. And the, the, you don't want to be pressured into that. You don't want to feel like, oh, I have to choose from this limited inventory or ha be inundated with, uh, well, if you don't go with this one, you don't get the $5,000 off or whatever big, big incentive there is. And you guys have some great interest rates and things right now. But at Subaru, it's always been about giving people the tools to then let them make the best decision for them and their families. And so I don't know if you take offense to me saying you don't sell cars, but that's not what you do there. You actually just help people place uh, their new vehicle where it should be. No, I love it. That's that's the best way to – I couldn't have said it better myself, Austin. Good, because I don't want you to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to – I want people to listen to me. Uh, but honestly, as a customer of Mark Moto Subaru, it's been a lot of fun. We we had the Crosstrek – for three years, we recently uh, in October switched, or maybe it was August, I can't remember, switched to the Forester. And it's kind of funny because every time we go somewhere as a family, uh, the the uh, the question is kind of posed in a funny way, kind of a joking matter to, between my wife and I. Hey, which car should we take? <laughs> and it's like, uh, really? <laughs> like it's even a question. Right. It's, it's, the, it's the Forester, absolutely. All right, we'll come back on the other side. We'll get into some stories from the world of the car industry. Tesla is all over the place in the news cycle, as they are each and every week. One of uh, America's uh, historically favorite muscle cars is perhaps getting a little beefier in its control department. We'll talk about that. And uh, who is the most aggressive driver you know? Well, AAA thinks they can uh, venture a educated guess on that. That and more as we talk more about the Share the Love event now through January 4th, right here on Utah Carson. Have a car question? Ask the experts at 855-340-ZONE. You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton, presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. George Roska in today with me, the general sales manager of the Midtown Store, 3535 South State. I am Austin Horton. Eric Jensen producing for us today uh, behind the glass. And uh, we love our guy, Eric. He's a hard worker. He is a uh, funny guy. He knows his sports, and he knows his pop culture, and he knows his uh, John Deere uh, info as well. However, he made a vital, vital mistake earlier this week. George, we are supposed to uh, be enjoying this morning the number one, I believe number one and number two basketball teams in the country, if I'm not mistaken, Eric, between Gonzaga and Baylor. Yes. A one and two matchup. That is true. Uh, and Eric got a little excited about it earlier this week and tweeted out about how he was going to be uh, bad at his job as a producer 
during Utah Carson's because he'd be watching Baylor Gonzaga closer than the board. And lo and behold, he cursed it and Baylor and Gonzaga got canceled today. So there you go. See, the show's always more important. Well, you talked about a no hitter in the sixth inning. I, I stand by, <laughs> listen. I listen to Steve Clowkey when it comes to broadcasting advice. You know, he, he's a master of his craft, uh, master yes. of dad jokes, master of his craft. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he just once told me, you know, Eric, it's it's hooey. It's hooey, but there's a broadcaster's curse. Oh, and, yeah? Uh, huh. it, it's important for me to call what I see what's going on on the field so i mean if he says there's no broadcaster's curse i i i have to well tend uh, to believe i'll him. do respect to the great steve clowkey uh am i watching gonzaga baylor right now or am i watching their head coaches talk about how there won't be a game you're watching yeah yeah okay so i mean you cursed it <sighs> I, I guess i cursed it but just hey, kidding let's kind of. just fingers crossed yeah, we still have a lot of good sports today, though. You got say our prayers to the sports gods. You got BYU yeah. uh, at Coastal Carolina, the darling game of the week nationally yeah. and locally. That's at three thirty uh, pregame at two thirty here on the Zone, and the Utes are hosting the Oregon State Beavers at uh, eight thirty tonight pregame at seven thirty here on the Zone. That one is actually going to be a really, really good game. I know the Utes are zero and two. The Beavers are 2-2. Two and two. They just are fresh off a win against Oregon in the rivalry game. Don't call it the Civil War. They removed that as the name of They're the game. They're Oregon uh, State. And Oregon State is not Oregon State as you are probably used to them. They are pretty talented. Frisky. Uh, so you've got the Utes hosting the Beavers and the Cougars visiting the Chanticleers. So stay tuned to the zone. And also the Jazz are in training camp, and we'll have availability uh, coming up later on the zone as well. And uh, if you like college basketball i mean byu utah state this evening as well on the zone absolutely 1280 uh, is your home for utah state athletics all right george talking about the show the love event last segment uh five hundred dollars uh going for every new purchase or lease for mark Miller subaru now through uh january 4th to a charity of the customers choosing and you've got a bunch to choose from there let's move a little into the uh world of the car news and what's been going on out there. But before we do that, a reminder, we know Santa Claus pretty well here on the show. And if you need your child to get their Christmas wish in safely over the phone this year rather than in person, which I would highly recommend not doing, call us 855-340-ZONE, 855-340-ZONE. We'll take that wish and we'll get it to where it needs to be. And it doesn't have to be your kid. It can be you too. 855-340-ZONE. But that being said, let's move on until we get some phone calls. AAA thinks they know who you know as your as the most aggressive driver in your life. Just out of a curiosity, George, what demographic would and I'm not talking about race or anything like that. I'm talking about gender and age bracket. Who would you uh -huh. guess AAA believes is the most aggressive driver on our roads today? All right, I'm going to take a stab here and say it's males between 20 and 25. Very, very good guesses, or good guess. It is uh, the most de demonstrable uptick in accidents, tickets, and other general aggressive driving, according to AAA's study, is that new drivers between 16 and 18 and those between 19 and 24 when it comes to self-reporting bad behaviors, is likely due to a combination of new driver guilt and the fact that younger drivers are more likely to behave cautiously due to a lack of experience, especially when being supervised during the graduated license processes. Licensing that was process. exactly my thinking. Exactly. Because I look back on me and how I drove during that time frame. And when I was 16, I was really careful. I didn't <laughs> want to break any laws. I was just, I was good, right? And then I, you know, you get some confidence in you. you. You're like, I'm good at this driving thing. You know, I like the speed. I'm, I'm going to, you know, and then when you're like 20, you get a nicer car, you get, you know, an, an actual fast car. And that's really when you get into trouble. But what not they, speaking of, about myself or anything. Yeah. But they have actually drawn the line a little higher than, what'd you say, 25? Yeah. They say that drivers aged 39 
or younger are the most likely to speed and engage in other aggressive and or dangerous behaviors, with men being, as you mentioned, as you guessed, more likely to engage in risky behavior pretty much across the board, with just a few exceptions as we were talking there. But uh, they think they say they see data that after 40 or so, people seem to, as they say here, settle down. And even lead-footed drivers tend to calm down by the time they reach retirement age, dropping from a peak above 55% between the ages of 19 and 39 to fewer than 40% above the age of 75. So stereotypes are not always uh, a smart way to lean, but this one seems to be pretty true, that younger men are more aggressive on the roads than uh, any other age bracket and gender. Got it. Well, I got a few more years until until thirty nine, so I guess I can still uh, I can still speed it up, right? Yeah. What What are you now? Twenty two. You've got. Yeah, you've you got know, I'm getting there. Twenty three this uh, <laughs> this next year. Uh, he's a wonderkind, that George Roska over there at Mark Miller Subaru. Uh, I uh, I believe it or not, have not reached thirty nine yet. Although my looks and attitude seem to say I'm closer to fifty nine. Uh, so I, but. Between my wife and I, I'll tell you this much, and this is she would agree 100%. She's the more aggressive of the of the driver driver than I. However, I've received more tickets in my lifetime, which <laughs> go figure how that works. I I don't know how that how that occurs. But one of the you're just not as good as talking your way out of them as she is apparently. You know, I am not making this up. This is 100% true. When we were a couple weeks away from getting married. We had, uh, she lived in Utah County, I lived in Davis County, we would often meet in the middle in Salt Lake County. We had uh, a, an appointment to go, not appointment, we were going to go check out mattresses to buy a new mattress for our bed when we would get married in a couple weeks, and she completely forgot about it. And so I'm standing there, I'm waiting around, I can't get a hold of her on the phone, which has turned out to be a, a, a thing that happens every day with my wife, but I love her dearly. Uh, and I don't know where she is, I don't know what's going on. Finally, when I'm just about ready to leave and, and think, okay, something's really up, she calls in tears, crying and, and telling me what happened. She had completely forgotten about our, our, appoint, or our plan. She remembered at like five till the hour. She was 45 minutes away, and she got there in about 29 minutes. But oh, that's, some, that's some fast driving. But she got pulled over. At the exit, getting uh, to, to here in Salt Lake to come meet me at the, the mattress store. And she was uh, given a warning. I don't know how, but the list of things, of laws that she broke included changing lanes aggressively, speeding, uh, violating the HOV lane, uh, the, 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 you know, going in and out of the HOV lane, no seatbelt, being on her phone, on wow. and on and on. And she got a warning for all of it. Uh, and she was that going impressive. She was going 90 miles an hour in and out of lanes over the HOV lane on her phone, <laughs> no seatbelt. And she cried and told the officer that she was late meeting her fiance to buy a mattress and he had mercy on her and let her go. But I slowed through a, a stop sign at midnight one time where there was in a rural area and I got hammered with a $285 ticket. Now you go figure, you tell me where is the fairness and justice in this world, huh? What time well, are you, you driving know, through I gotta late say, at night? <laughs> I got to say that, you know, you're, I met your wife when she came in, to, when you guys came in to buy your car and she, she's very nice and a very lovely lady, and um, I would have let her go with a warning, too, and yes. I would have given you the ticket as well. <laughs> absolutely. It's absolutely true, and I've never given any lip or attitude to any. My dad was a police officer for 20-plus years. I respect and appreciate our law enforcement, and I, I've always just kind of said, okay, if I, if I did it, I did it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just, But she cried and it got and got away with it, and Boy, I'm actually really grateful she did get away with it because if it were me, I'd probably be thrown in jail that day. That would have uh, been a really expensive ticket. Could you imagine? Because each one of those infractions is a couple hundred bucks. Well, that's, I think, I'm not kidding. I think most people would be arrested. Probably. Uh, right then <laughs> and there. Uh, but she got away with it. And I'm not exaggerating in the least. That is a 100% true story. But uh, the according to AAA, uh, younger men are the more aggressive, and I, I think that rings true 
for the most part. Uh, we've got some news out of the world of Tesla we're going to get to here I- in a moment. But w- we do have a our first phone call of the day, 855-340-ZONE, to be part of Utah Car Sense today. 855-340-ZONE. Uh, we mentioned that we could get your Christmas wish to the powers that be, or you can call in and talk with us about any other car-related story, question, or comment you have. 855-340-ZONE. Our first caller today, I believe, is Stein. Good morning, Stein. Good morning. How are you? We're great. Thanks for calling in. What can we do for you? Well, I've I've always been um, a Mustang uh, owner for life, and uh, in 2009, 2005, whenever when the market took a downturn for the second time, I had to sell my 65 Mustang, mm. and for the last 10 years, so I haven't had a Mustang for the last 10 years, but I've had the original engine sitting in my garage because we pulled it, we put a second engine in, Wow. we're going to rebuild it and put the original back in. So here we are 10 years later, I, I've barely even looked at this, <laughs> and, and now... I'm 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 trying to I'm trying to move it, trying to get rid of it. I've put it on KSL a couple times. Is there a better place to find someone that wants an engine like this? Wow, this is this is a great That's question. A cool I've never thought yeah. of this. Yeah, uh, um, George, you, your your uh, your recommendation. You know, have you tried going on like some Ford Must um, Ford Mustang enthusiast forums? Um, Man, they, I have. I haven't even thought of that. Yeah, that might be your best place to start. I know there's a couple big um, car forums out there, and I'm sure they have a lot of Mustang fans, uh, and I'm sure they have like a classified section. Um, you might get a lot more, you know, specific people looking for that type of stuff. So that's where I would try. That's where I would start first. It's a great idea. Yeah. I didn't think of trying to do something national. I mean, I didn't even think of putting it on eBay or something yet, you know? I'll bet there's yeah, a, I'll bet there's a yeah. You'll, yeah. you'll get people from all over the country, you know, that's maybe specifically looking for that engine. Cause yeah, I, I don't know how big the market is here in Salt Lake, but I'm sure, you know, California or Texas or, you know, some of these bigger States that they'll have a lot more buyers than, than we do. So yeah, definitely try national and try some forums. So just think about it. So this is a 289 out of a 65. It's uh, at, um, uh, what a two barrel, you know, car, what's something like this? I mean, is this worth 200? Is this worth 800? If you had the ballpark, you know, it was pulled because it was leaking oil out of the, the that mainsail on the back wall and uh, by the firewall. And so it, it, so anyways, what, I mean, if you had the ballpark, it's like, if you saw a price tag on an engine, you would think that's reasonable or that is overpriced. Uh, yeah. Uh, overpriced. Yeah. A quick search on eBay. They go for anywhere between $600 and five grand. Uh, now that oh, wow. is, that is obviously that would be the five Re- grand would be the right ready to it's go pristine. I mean, yeah. the one I'm looking at here You're for right. 5,500 is, it looks cleaner than my my uh, house, so <laughs> yeah. I think yeah, that, yeah, 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 so yeah. somewhere. But but it's a wide range. You'd have to okay. get someone that's a little more versed in that area, Georgia. I don't know that this is your uh, specific forte either, is it? No, I did. I did what you did, and I went to eBay and just plugged it in. And, and yeah, it looks like in that, you know, just depending on condition, you might be able to either get a few hundred or maybe even a, a thousand or two for it if it's uh, if it's running. Right. And I think one of the things I, I, after, you know, I've looked at it for several years and it's like, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. And then more things pile up and more, there's more things to do. It's, it's, it's almost getting to the point of, I want someone to have it that's going to totally appreciate it. Yeah. You want to go to and, a good home. I got it. Yeah. Right. You don't just want someone thing. to scrap and, it. Yeah. Right. Right, 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 that kind of thing. And so you're like, I'm, you know, I'm kind of like, mm, okay. So maybe that's uh, 
you know, but then it also gets to the point of like, I don't care. Just move. Let's move it. Yeah. Let's let, yeah. let's move it. To, and let's get some room. You know, and my wife is like, you know, it gets to the point when your wife wants to take a, a bath and she's like, can you move this transmission out of here so I can take a bath, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it gets to that Jeff Foxworthy yeah. type stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, Why have a garage if there's no engine for it to, to for an engine to sit in it, right? Yeah, that's that's what garages yeah. are for. No, just kidding. Yeah. But uh, yeah. you also might want to yeah. call around to a few Ford dealers here in town and because oh, okay. they've got mechanics that are Ford enthusiasts that perhaps are – they might have an employee that's yep. looking for oh, that yeah. engine. So. It wouldn't yeah, hurt to call the yeah. service, uh, the Ford services around town either. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. All right, so, Stein. Well, happy holidays and Merry Christmas and good luck moving that hey, 65. Merry Christmas. Thank you very much, you guys. Thank you, Stein. 855-340-ZONE. I, I've never even thought of, you know, George, I'm not a gearhead. I don't know how to rebuild engines. I know how to do a few small repairs and, and checks on cars. I've ne it's never occurred to me that perhaps someone need, has an engine that they no longer have the time for or energy for and want to and want to move that. Stein yeah. with a unique problem there I've never thought of before. He's keeping it in the bathtub, so. <laughs> That's an old Foxworthy joke. That, <laughs> that one. Nah, I got you. Uh, <laughs> by the way, speaking of Ford Mustang, mentioned uh, before we went to break at the bottom of the hour, the, the the Ford Mustang is one of the most beloved muscle sports cars of all time. But as you mentioned to Stein in your answer there, George, perhaps this market is not the most uh, interested with our climate and our weather uh, in the winter months for a two-wheel front-wheel Ford Mustang. Well, the good news is that long-standing rumors claiming the next generation of Ford Mustang could offer all-wheel drive are not definitely true, but they're definitely not false either. The company didn't confirm an all-wheel drive option is on the way, but it refused to rule it out. This is from Mustang brand manager Jim Owens. He said, as you know, the Dodge Challenger has all-wheel drive. We're always looking at different kinds of performance, but we have nothing to announce at the moment. Uh, what's telling is that he highlighted the competition but didn't shoot down the idea. He would have sung a different tune, according to this blogger, if asked about making the next Mustang front-wheel drive, though taking that controversial route was once seriously considered by Ford 2. What did I say earlier? I meant rear-wheel drive. They've considered going front-wheel drive. But anyway, what would you think about an all-wheel drive Ford Mustang, George Roska? Blasphemy, I say. Blasphemy. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I think it'd be cool. Um, it, it sounds like they're going to do it as a hybrid. Um, so at that point, you get a little bit more flexibility is how you distribute that power. Right. Um, you know, you could send some electric power to the front wheels. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to take away from the performance aspect of the car. Um, so I'm all for it. Uh, I think it'd be cool to, to see Ford do that. Uh, according to this uh, auto blog uh, writer, Ronan Glon. It's called S650 internally at Ford, and it's scheduled to arrive in showrooms nationwide before the end of 22 and as a 23 model. Uh, and the Challenger, uh, he says earlier in this piece, didn't uh, narrow their, their audience with uh, making it all-wheel drive. It actually widened the model's audience. And so it would make sense, and I do like that you pointed out the hybrid powertrain, uh, because if, if you're going to go with an all-wheel drive sports car, you also kind of want to make sure you're not just guzzling all the gasoline up. You want to have yeah. some kind of help there. So they they can call it the snow pony. Yep, you still want that pony to run and, and run wild, but not run you bankrupt either. 855-340-Zone. 855-340-Zone. Our next caller is Paul. Good morning, Paul. Hey, Paul. How are you guys doing? I listen to your program off and on as much as I can. Thank you. But I know you guys are big into adoption, and I've got an interesting adoption story about an animal. Okay. Okay. It's, uh, it's, uh, we still have the, this cat. He's 22 years old, and we got him in what uh, I call my I call, tell my wife we got him in the pooer trade. Okay. Wow. And he's, you said uh, 22? Uh, 22 years yeah. old. Wow. 
Yeah. And anyway, my wife went to this place. This lady had an advertisement on these automatic pooper scoopers. And so she went there and she said, yeah, she looked at it and said, I'll take it. And she said, but if you take the cat, you can have it for nothing. So that's how we got Jasper. <laughs> I call him and we got him in the pooper in the pooper pooper trade. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So I thought I'd just by to see if that help your day out a little bit. But we we do have we do adopt. I've had numerous animals we've adopted over the course of the years. Tell me a little more about Jasper. Twenty-two years old. That's not a young cat you've got there. Paul. He has a little trouble getting around, but he's still gets around pretty good. In fact, every morning when they go up and get up. He'll come out and uh, meow and tell me it's time for food. <laughs> it's, he's still, he has the energy and wherewithal to, to let you know that he's in charge still, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, he's still in charge. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's Thank awesome. you, Paul. Thanks for brightening our morning. That's a great story. Merry Christmas. That is a great story. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a 15-year-old cat and uh, two dogs and uh, another 5-year-old cat. So wow. that's awesome. Great, great work adopting and uh, continue that on. We, we love it. Thanks for sharing. Thank you, Paul. 855-340-ZONE. I, uh, I'm really, really allergic to cat hair, uh, but I love cats. That, uh, and, and I'm not, so I'm not a cat person per se because of my allergy, but cats are fascinating to me in the sense that they're pretty independent, but they're also very demanding when they want to be. Uh, you can kind of let them do their own thing, but and they'll let you know when you when they need something. I'm more of a dog guy. Because they just shower you with unconditional love and attention anytime that, that you're near them. Uh, and so, but animals are, are terrific. And Nelsels & Co., uh, one of the local charities working with Mark Miller Subaru during the Share the Love event, uh, is probably the best place I would recommend people to go. You can go to their website, in fact, nuzzlesandco.org. You can find a pet, you can volunteer, you can donate, you can see what kind of programs they're running, and their intake is up on average 40% this year, month over month. And so they've got a lot of options for you for that next furry member of your family, be it a cat, a dog, or whatever else they can uh, help you find there. So nuzzlesinco.org. And if you buy or lease a new Subaru, now through January 4th at Mark Miller Subaru, $500 will be donated to one of the charities on the list, and that includes Nuzzles & Co. So get into Mark Miller Subaru. Coming up in hour two, we've got some more car stories to tell you about, some news. Uh, Elon Musk and Tesla is all over the news this week. That's kind of their game plan anyway, but in some ways they probably wish some of these stories weren't true. Uh, and also we've got a traffic uh, notice for you this weekend if you're headed north from Salt Lake City. Stay tuned. Utah Carson's rolls along next.